Welcome uh, to episode 237 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is, um, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 10th of August, 2000, 2021. I hope you're doing well, looking after yourselves, just getting organized here. I know. Shouldn't you have done this before, Ben? I know. This is a regular occurrence. Let's have a bit of tea. Try, try and fucking kickstart ourselves on this Tuesday morning. Uh, there we go. There we go. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I hope you're doing well, people out there. Uh, hope you had a good weekend. Good start to your fucking week. Still working, eh? Everything seems to be returning back to normal a little bit, a little bit. No queues at the supermarket. Supermarkets are um, fully stocked at present. Um, yeah, I, I I have been uh, um, spent the last couple of days uh, locked indoors writing. So um, I know trying to get that new material out, people. That's it, isn't it? Trying to trying to. Form some semblance of a premise that I can develop and stretch out um, <laughs> the longest amount of time possible. Um, it feels like that sometimes. Trying to make a point, people. Trying to make a point. That's what I should say, isn't it? Rather than just stretching out a um, a lame premise for, <laughs> for the purposes of getting paid. What a uh, cynical way to look at stand-up comedy there. Um, anyway, uh, let's have a look at the old uh, uh, what's been going on. Um, apart from that, I haven't really been up to a lot, really, people. I've been up and down the motorway to Birmingham, uh, basically um, running bits up and down and um, uh, gradually decreasing the volume of contents I have in my flat. That's what I've been doing, running up and down the motorway. This is the worst thing. Because my car's so small, it is a uh, Mini Cooper convertible. I know. I've said it before, right? I know. Um, it's a Mini Cooper convertible. Uh, you can get very little in there. You can barely get two people in the back. Two fully grown adults will not fit in the back, so I can get about four or five bags worth of stuff. Uh, I literally have to open the um, the uh, the roof, uh, put the roof back and just slide everything on top, which is quite good for getting larger bits in there. But I'm literally taking um, uh, about five bags of stuff up at a time and driving so I can't see out the back window. I'm a hazard to myself, people. I'm a hazard to myself. Um but, yeah, the boot space and everything is, you know, non-existent. You can probably get about a skateboard in the boot. That's it. And uh, on the back seat, <laughs> you know, <laughs> try not to do that thing of marking the back seats by piling loads of shit in there. Um, but, you know, that's my problems, people. You know what I mean? But we're getting there. We're getting there. We've, um, you know, slowly but surely getting there. Um, with uh, the amount of crap um, I have to move. You don't really realise how much crap you've accumulated 
because you just most of it's just stuffed away in a cupboard in it that says a lot about our um our modern way how we live doesn't it the fact that um you don't realize how much shit you've got you find at the back of a cupboard and um you go oh shit i forgot i even <laughs> i forgot i even bought them i found a pair of trainers in a box never been worn you know that says a lot about um our modern culture doesn't it how we collect things we don't really need just shit that's what that's what happens in it all of this stuff just turns into when you eventually die just turns into shit somebody else has got to move and it just it just turns into essentially a day of crap and sorting out for whoever comes to clear out your house when you've eventually gone you really you really the more stuff you accumulate over your life is just an added annoyance into somebody else's life after you've gone and i like that <laughs> I like that idea. The idea that after I've gone, I'm just going to piss somebody off. Why the fuck did he even buy these for? It's still got the tags on them. These must be about like 10 years old. And he's still got the tags. What did he think? They were going to be worth thousands? When he died? Is that it? <laughs> I love that. The idea of that conversation. Or just when you're actually, if you know you're going to die, just buying random weird shit just to stuff in the back of a cupboard just so somebody can be surprised and have a conversation about it. Really? You know, you really needed all these uh, all these belts? <laughs> have a bit of a fetish for belts or something? I don't know. Anyway, let's have some tea. Talking of dying... Here's a uh, here's a story that um, uh, is all the way from America, the United States, man. Oh yeah, it's fucking American, man. Um, that's my uh, American accent for anybody out there uh, who isn't realizing it. Um, this was uh, it's kind of a hilarious but also tragic story. Um. Uh, two killed by North Carolina train in the same spot where their brother died. Um, Jesus, they're like fucking lemmings in that family. Uh, um, as the train was approaching, they appeared to look at it before they were struck, the police say. Um, two men were killed by a train in North Carolina. Um, were mourning uh, their brother who died in the same spot. Uh, Pablo Tiki Ram, us, 29. Oh, God, I am going to butcher these names. Chilambalam, Chilambalam, Chilambalam. Tikuram, us, 20, went to the railway crossing in Charlotte at around 5.10 a.m. on Tuesday to remember their brother uh, who had been killed there when his pickup trip was hit by a light rail train a week earlier. Jesus. So essentially, they've gone to mourn him. A lot of people do that, return to the place. I suppose they want some sort of closure. <laughs> they got it. They got the sort of closure they possibly didn't want. Uh, let's have some tea. Hang on. So they've returned to the... Uh, they've gone 
you know, to stand around I, um, and have a look. And they've been whacked by a train as, you know. I couldn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost for words. Obviously, it's a horrendous tragedy for the family, the initial one. And then you go out there to pay your respects and hit by, you know, you'd have thought maybe they'd have stayed off the tracks that their brother was killed on. You know where the train's going. That's the thing, isn't it? They don't magically just swerve towards you, do they? You look at the tracks and you think, well, as long as I stay off them, um, this should be okay. <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus. It's, um, I don't know what to say to that, really. Uh, killed by, I've just lost the story as well. Um, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's, uh, this is some sort of karma happening here. Whilst well, taking the piss out of these people. Uh, oh God. Jesus Christ, here we go. Um. Yeah, so uh, they were killed on exactly the same spot that their brother died at. Um, Both men were pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, That's got to be the worst way to go. It's got not the worst way to go. But, um, you know, being hit by a train, I imagine it would be depending on how fast the train was traveling. You know, if you get one of these high speed trains, it's see you later time, innit? See ya. No need to clock out on your way out. You know, you get your clocking out card and everything handed to you in one go, don't you? There's not going to be a lot left. These people who, um, you know, I remember traveling back from um, uh, London one night and uh, it was when I wasn't driving for, for, for reasons I won't go into. Um I wasn't driving. I'd lost my license at that point. Yeah. Fancy a little tipple and a drive, did you, Ben, a few years ago? Well, yes, I did. When I was uh, young and stupid, people. Do not do it. Um, Not if you're, uh, not if you want to get about in a car anyway. Um, But yeah, I remember coming back from London one night and somebody had, uh, th- there's, th- there's apparently in Northampton a suicide hotspot bridge that goes over the uh, the train tracks. Well, I say suicide hotspot. I don't think they're... People aren't queuing up, you know what I mean? In an orderly fashion, just jumping off. People heckling them. Oh, for fuck's sake, you've been here half an hour. Either you're going to do it or you're not. I don't think it's... I don't think it's that bad. But um, there's been a few people who have jumped off the bridge and somebody did it that night. And it took... I don't know, it took an hour, I think. You know, they don't cordon it off and close it all down or anything like that, you know. I mean, yes. Look, just get the the majority of the body parts. That's what they must think. Just get the majority of the body parts. Let the train through. Come on, Jesus. These people have got to get home, for Christ's sake. You can leave that finger there. The crows will have that. But, yeah, they have to, um, they have to clean it all down and shit like that, don't they? And... Um, identify the body, which I imagine there's not a lot left. Um, But it says here that they saw the train coming. I see the train a-coming. 
Rolling round the bend. Fucking gone into a bit of Johnny Cash there, people. <laughs> it's coming to get my brother and me and my friend. <laughs> they had been memorialising their brother on the one-week anniversary of his death, and they were conducting a memorial out by the site where he was killed. Unfortunately, the two brothers were also struck by a train while they were on foot, and they both succumbed to their injuries pretty quickly. Oh, the brothers had been lighting candles to commemorate their brother when they were hit. Alcohol impairment is suspected as a contributing factor for the pedestrian's death, the press release said. An investigation into the collision is active and ongoing. Yeah. Well, I don't think it takes much of an investigation, does it? What were they doing? Lighting candles on the track? You know, you'd, you'd near the track. Yeah. I imagine if they were pissed, you know, you're not going to really care but yeah well you're gonna get care when you know somebody else lighting a candle down the end of the track there that's they seem to be running towards us quite close (laughs) quite quickly oh fucking hell it's a truck bang see you later um so that family has not lost one person out of the family now it's lost three um i don't know man it's just like one of those that's the way you don't really want to go, is it? You know, you don't want to end up... When you die, you don't really want to end up as a headline. I think that's the bare minimum all of us hope for uh, when, we go, when we actually go. That we're not a fucking headline in a paper read out by somebody on a podcast. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? I think that's that's what I'm going to go for. As long as I don't become some sort of like fucking headline in a paper for the way I go. And it's not an embarrassing death. You know, you're doing some weird. Anyone, you know, there's citrus fruit in the same room and a belt. People are always going to, you know, remember you for that, aren't they? <laughs> that's it, isn't it? You could have done anything in your life if you're found with a belt around your neck and a fucking orange in your mouth. That's it. You're that guy now. You're that guy. It's like these guys, isn't it? They're they're always going to be the. What do their family do now? Are they got more brothers? I would suggest probably having a vigil about ten meters away for the rest of the for them. You know, is this just going to start? Be the catalyst, uh, the catalyst of an uh, of of their whole family being wiped out week after week after week. You know, just buying more and more candles, and then more and more people just getting hit by train after train after train. <laughs> Fuck me, uh, Jesus. Never mind. Never mind. Fair play to them. They were uh, they were trying to do the right thing, weren't they? Trying to uh, trying to remember their brother, um, but ironically, uh, they have uh, superseded his the memory of his death by by dying themselves. Isn't it? Who do you mourn in that situation? That's how you find out who's the favourite brother. Isn't it? 
<laughs> Finally, maybe that's what they were trying to do. He ain't stealing my thunder. He's been doing this since he was a fucking kid. That's how you'll find out who's the favourite one. Who gets the best coffin. <laughs> Somebody with like brass and fucking walnut coffin. And then one of the other brothers is just laying there in state in cardboard. Ah, well, maybe he was the favourite brother after all. I don't know. Um... Let's have uh, let's have a look at something else. Uh, the FSU, which is um, uh, the Free Speech Union, has um, uh, called out for freedom to call out flat earthers. Um, this is a case where um, uh, uh, a teacher apparently. Um, uh, the free, uh, uh, I might as well read it a little bit. Uh, the Free Speech Union is backing a university electors fight for academic freedom against the University of Waikato. Probably said that wrong. Uh, attempts to stop him from describing people as cranks who claim on religious authority that the, the earth is flat. Um, isn't it weird these days that even, you know, a, a university lecturer where you go to university to uh, expand your mind um, is uh, is uh, being um, uh, opposed to calling people cranks who uh, believe in flat earth. The earth is flat. Who claim religious authority that the earth is flat and that people lived alongside dinosaurs. Isn't religious a strange thing, isn't it? You know, how they crowbar shit into, you know, to, uh, it was written 2,000 years ago. When you think about it, in it, you think of the most stupid person that you know, right? Think of the most stupid, you know, for want of a better word, retarded person that you know. That person has had a better education than any of those people who uh, <laughs> who wrote the Bible. <laughs> and there's people still going, oh, fucking hell. And how they, when dinosaurs were first discovered, the bones of dinosaurs and all that, they tried to crowbar that into their weird little, you know, particularly with Christianity, because obviously that's... Um, that's the biggest one within the uh, within the countries uh, within the Western countries, really. No, it's not. Well, you know, um, but it's uh, yeah, particularly with that when you see the timelines of how long people live for, like nine hundred years or whatever, and you go, mm, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure this is all bullshit. And then you get people on fucking Instagram and shit doing the timeline like that and saying, oh, my God, like Noah overlapped, lived for this long. So he must have known Moses. And yeah, that's how it works, wasn't it? There's about eight people around in those days. Everybody knew each other. And Moses, uh, Noah lived for about 600, 900 years, whatever it, whatever the timeline does. I haven't done the research myself. But I've seen those things on the internet where they overlap with the timelines of people and how long they live for. 
And you're like, hmm, how did they? So without modern medicine and um, and everything, you know, healthy living and uh, modern diets and uh, knowledge about nutrition. But yeah, they can live for 900 years. All right, me old booty. All right. So this guy, Dr. Raymond Richards, who teaches history at the University of Waikato. Uh, I don't know why I did it in that accent, faces potential disciplinary action for his lectures about methods of critical thinking in history. A spokesperson for the union, Stephen Frank, says, when anti-vaxxers are reminding us that the difference between science and superstition may mean life or death for innocent people, freedom for people to call things as they see them is is as important as it ever was. When discerning fake news can be vital, we should be supporting the teaching of critical analysis in universities, not shutting it down. I'm interested in uh, uh, the whole flat earth thing, not because I think it's real. I just I'm just interested in the mindset of it. How you get from obviously being hopefully educated within um uh, modern society of uh, uh, space and uh, and planets and all of that, um, where you suddenly... Is it a drip-feed effect? Do you start watching videos about conspiracy theories and then suddenly, you know, you're like... Or is it just bang? Holy shit, this is a light bulb moment. This is a light bulb moment. The sun is a light bulb. Um, I don't know what is to be gained by telling us, you know, if the earth is flat and it's all a massive conspiracy, I don't know what is to be gained by it because most of us just want to be sort of happy, don't we? You know, you want to find someone you love, you want to set up a family unit, you know, buy some shit as I was on about earlier, you don't really need, mm. If we tell him uh, it's a flat earth, nobody will buy any shit anymore. People would want to see what's the other side of that, wouldn't they? That would be the other, you know, if we are living under a dome, as uh, as people believe. Um, you'd want to you'd want to see what's the other side of the dome, wouldn't you? Is it not enough that um, you know? Is it not enough that, you know, space is, you know, an infinite amount out there? But uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just, um, it just, I, I just can't wrap my head around how somebody can get from, like, what you're actually taught to believing, you know, the flat earth theories. But it seems to be like everybody who believes in flat earth believes in every single other conspiracy as well. It's like this isn't enough. There has to be a conspiracy. There has to be because life on earth. Yeah, maybe this is just it. You know what I mean? Maybe you just got to suck it up and see. Yep. You know. Great things aren't going to happen to all of us. It's just going to be, you know. It's just going to be, maybe this is just it. Maybe there's no big conspiracy. All we do is go to work, come home, 
you pay your bills, uh, you have a couple of kids, they have kids, just when you're getting to know them, just when, <laughs> just, and you're there to teach them about death. That's basically it. <laughs> Isn't it? And the cycle continues. Isn't it? Once you've had your kids, they're all grown up and they're having their kids. Your job is then to teach your grandchildren about loss. <laughs> the ultimate lesson. Oh, dear. But the idea that somebody can't call these people religious cranks, it's like everybody needs to be listened to these days. Oh, well, you can't call them religious cranks because they actually believe that. But what if it's wrong? Oh, it doesn't matter if it's wrong. We just don't want to hurt people's feelings. That's what we don't want to do. That's the main thing. Jesus. So the Free Speech Union has been uh, backing this guy. Um, It's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's an amazing thought process. Because if they're, you're guaranteed if they're into, um, if they're into, if they're a flat earther, they're going to be into assuming that the Illuminati run the world. They're going to be anti-vaxxers. They're going to be, you know, anti-maskers. It's everything. You never, you never get a half and half, do you? You never hear of that. Somebody who, um, who goes, actually, I believe in flat earth, but, um, you know, I don't think the Illuminati exist. I, I think, I, but I believe in this vaccine. I don't think they're trying to control us. Just be, must, maybe it's me. Maybe I've taken the blue pill. And I just, um, I, you know, I admit that there is corruption in the fucking world. I think, like, governments try and fucking screw us over and control us all the time. But just the um, the sheer amount of, um, you know, people who have gone into space, the footage from space, um, I think, you know, I think we'd know. I think we'd know now. Maybe that's maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me, people. I don't know. Maybe I haven't got enough of an imagination. Maybe I don't really give a shit. How's my life going to change? If they discovered that uh, we are actually all under a dome, I'd probably be like, okay, I was wrong about that. Um, anyway, where's the next gig? <laughs> How is my life going to change that much? Can I still go on holiday? Yeah, you just can't go into space. Oh, okay, I wasn't going into space anyway. Uh, I had no plans. Here we go uh, with the next uh, with the next thing we've got. Uh, hermit crabs. Here we go. Perverts, apparently. They're perverts for rubbish, the old hermit crabs. Hermit crabs are sexually excited, apparently, by toxins from plastic pollution. Here's a nice pollution story. The waters off the North Yorkshire coast uh, have been found to contain a chemical leaking from plastics called oleamide. Oleamide by scientists at the University of Hull. And uh, apparently hermit crabs have been frigging themselves off on the beach. 
<laughs> Plastic waste in the world's oceans is releasing an additive which may be sexually exciting, hermit crabs have told researchers. No. Maybe sexually exciting hermit crabs, researchers say. The waters of North Yorkshire coast have been found by scientists at the University of Health to contain a chemical called oleamide leaking from plastics. Nice. Nice, isn't it? It's nice to know when you go for a swim in the ocean, you've got plastic leakage as well as hermit crab juice swimming around, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. According to the team, Olimotes is increasing the respiration rate among the hermit crab population in Robin Hood's Bay in North Yorkshire, indicating their sexual excitement. They ought to call them horny crabs. Hey, hermit crabs. Uh, The University of Hull said Love Island fever has gripped the nation in recent weeks as romance and drama take centre stage in living rooms everywhere and the hermit crabs are no different. But far away from Casa Amor, a research team at the University of Hull has been studying a very different type of attraction. Their conclusion, hermit crabs may be, oh God, sexually excited by an additive released by plastics in the ocean. There you go. There's, There's a nice pollution story. If ever there was one, isn't it? Yes, we may be killing the fish in the sea. Yes, sea mammals and fish stocks are being affected, which will essentially be passed down into the food chain into us. So we, when we eat those animals, are basically ingesting plastics, which will probably cause cancers. That we are not even aware of now. But on the plus side. Hermit crabs are finding it easier to get off. (laughs) The sacrifice we are making. With our own filth. You can just see it can't you. Going up to Robin Hood's Bay. Dropping a packet of. An empty packet of crisps. And immediately. You hear a groan in the background. As a hermit crab um, hits uh, completion of its greatest ever orgasm it's ever had. It's not very often you get a positive pollution story. Um, But there we have it. You know, it's, uh, you know, picking litter up off the beach in a hole you could be taking away the greatest orgasm a hermit crab has ever had. Do you want that on your conscience, do you? Just because you're trying to do a good deed? <laughs> um, that is, people, time. Uh, that is episode 237 of the Ben Briggs Podcast. If you want to contact me at all, it is just podcast at uk. I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. I'll speak to you then. Take care.